everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Heidi St. John. I'm your host today and every time you listen to my podcast. And today is Wednesday, February 15th. So let me just ask you, how was your Valentine's Day? Now, I'm, I'm not trying to brag so nobody get mad, but my husband and I had an amazing Valentine's Day. And here's the best part about it. Um, we didn't, uh, or at least I didn't. I'm looking at him across the table. I don't know that a whole lot of planning went into it. <laughs> I wasn't planning on anything. Okay, wah, wah. okay. True confessions. Uh, I have, you know, I'm in like full on get ready to hit the road, uh, travel mode, book editing mode. We are uh, opening up a new homeschool resource center here in Clark County, Washington, where my husband and I live, which I'll tell you about in a bit. And uh, so kind of romance are the last thing on my mind. Not that I don't, you know, love my husband, but I'm like, Valentine's Day, really? Like, you know, now that our our um our, our water main broke and our daughter broke her arm in two places and we had just about everything that can go wrong go wrong in the month of February. I was like, well, maybe we'll drive through Taco Bell and talk about our 30 years of knowing each other and call it good. Uh, but last night, Jay came to me about, I guess it wasn't the nighttime, about maybe four in the afternoon. He said, hey, I'm taking you out tonight. And and we ended up having a great time. We went out by the Columbia River and my sweet man uh, brought a little, like a like a propane grill, like a little tabletop one. And we grilled steak and chicken and roast potatoes. The only thing that we forgot uh, was silverware. <laughs> have to laugh because I was thinking Jay should be the poster man for the I have a Leatherman I can help campaign <laughs> because we literally ate our steak and chicken and potatoes with a Leatherman and it worked great. We just cut all those pieces up and sat there and watched the sun go down and at first we thought well we'll keep the the back of the the car open because it's just so beautiful to watch the sun go down uh, across the river and then we realized it was 37 degrees with wind. So <laughs> we closed, we ended up closing the hatchback and and that got even better. So anyway, we had a great time. It was wonderful. I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. I want to talk a little bit today about making dating fun again. I hope that you uh, got a chance to check out Melt. I was talking to you about my friends, uh, Dennis and Emma Mercus from uh, Melbourne, Australia. They have a wonderful massage course for couples. And we talked about that a little bit, but I kind of want to go a little different direction today. If you didn't see uh, Dennis's course for um, massage for couples, or as he says, massage, <laughs> did I get that right? I think I did. Uh, check it out. Those will be in the show notes from last time. Also, for those of you who listen to this podcast and you're wondering, how can I get the show notes? The best way to do that is to go to the blog to HeidiStJohn.com or to TheBusyMom.com and just click on the subscribe button. And every time a podcast is done, which is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, the show notes will be delivered to your door or to your door. We don't deliver them to your door. We'll deliver them to your inbox though, which is sort of the same thing, I guess, <laughs> in this day and age. But we will uh, send those to your inbox. And so if there are coupons or special deals or uh, infographics that we've made or anything like that. Sometimes we do printables. All that stuff can be delivered right to your inbox. So be sure to subscribe uh, to HeidiStJohn.com or you can always subscribe at iTunes and uh, and click over. We're going to try to start something a little bit different and name the episodes for you so that you can kind of go, oh yeah, that was episode number, blah, 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 blah. And it might be easier to find it. Uh, so 
for example, we are, we've been doing this for a little while now. Um, and uh, we're on episode number 425. I can't believe it. So several years of podcasting. I really want to talk about making fun, uh, dating fun again. But before I do that, I have to tell you guys, huge, amazing, incredible answer to prayer. So Jay and I have been working now for probably about a year at least, and well longer than that. We've been working with the homeschooling community for 15 years and with the local community here in Vancouver, Washington, where we live for about 10 years. And uh, we've wanted, we've had it in our heart to start a homeschool resource center where parents who are homeschooling uh, can come and get, or even if you're not homeschooling, you can come and you know check out books from a lending library. You could buy curriculum. You can figure out how to pull your kids out of public school. Um, anything that you need, sort of help you. And we had it's, have had it really in our hearts to start this full time center. And we started working on it last June. And last week, um, on I think it was Thursday, we got a phone call saying that um, a center. It was either Thursday or Wednesday. A center had been, a building has been donated to us for this purpose. And I'm telling you what, you guys rejoice with us. Uh, Friendly Planet Family Homeschool Resource Center is going to open uh, in September of 2017 in a 17,000 square foot building that's been donated to us for this purpose. So we are really excited. I've been telling you that I have been seeing incredible answers to prayer in uh, in 2016 and 2015. And I am more convinced than ever in the power of prayer. And we're going to be focusing on the power of prayer all throughout the month of March. And just, I want to hear your answers to prayer. If you have been praying for something, if you've seen God do something amazing and miraculous, will you please share that with me? Podcast at thebusymom.com. I want to share it with our listeners. We have close to 30,000 people that download this uh, podcast every week, every time we air it. And I, it's encouraging to hear what God is doing. So we've had an incredible answer to prayer. Also want to thank those of you who have been praying for our daughter, Sailor. Um, she goes in tomorrow and she'll have a permanent cast put on and we'll uh, we'll x-ray, obviously, that arm again and see how she's doing. But uh, we're on the mend. So we have a lot to be thankful for. And I am amazed, amazed, amazed at the answers to prayer that I am seeing all around the country. So I just want to encourage you, if you're praying for something, uh, Jay and I have been praying for this particular thing for a long time. We got a group of people together, about 35 people that have been praying uh, for a year, at least, um, coming alongside of us in, like I said, the last 15 years of ministry, and just to see God answer this prayer in such a miraculous, unexpected amazing way has really been incredible. If you're interested in, in finding out about it, you can find more out about what we're doing at firmlyplantedfamily.org. Firmly Planted Family is the nonprofit that my husband and I um, oversee and uh, is headquartered right here in Vancouver, Washington and reaches out all across the world. So uh, check it out. We're excited about that. All right, you guys. So I'm going to sort of wrap up the, the you know, this sort of love and marriage thing we got going on uh, by giving you a couple of fun ideas to make dating fun again. You know, I thought about, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, I got a book in the mail from my friend, uh, Sharon Janes, and she has a brand new book out and I'll link to it today in the show notes called the 14 day romance challenge, reigniting passion in your marriage. All right. So there's a lot of books out like this. And um, I'm going to link back to a couple other ones. One of my favorite ones, and Sharon actually quotes it, is um, by my other friends, uh, Bill and Pam Farrell, have a wonderful uh, book called Red Hot Monogamy. And these guys have been married for a long time. And I'm telling you what, you guys, marriage gets better and better if you'll just 
put your spouse first, if you'll just um, dream together and pray together and ask the Lord to really uh, knit your heart together. But I'm going to take day eight. So here's Sharon James's book, The 14-Day Romance Challenge, Reigniting Passion in Your Marriage. I'm going to see if I can't get Sharon to come on the podcast with me. I'm sure um, that'd be a hoot and holler and good time. She's she's amazing. But I wanted to uh, read a little bit out about this to you because I thought it was great. So we've been talking about sex in marriage. And I said last week how sex is the glue. We talked about um, massage and just ways to sort of bring couples together. And I I totally get that it's more than sex. But I'll tell you what, in the hypersexualized culture that we find ourselves in right now, this is a big deal. And for Christian women to ignore this aspect of their marriage or sort of sweep it under the carpet or pretend like we're somehow different um, physiologically or bio- biologically, I guess, than, than other uh, other couples is ridiculous. You know, God made us, he could have made uh, men and women to be really boring, right? He could have made procreation this really boring ho-hum thing that, you know, we had to do. And instead, he made it awesome. And so uh, I I think it's worth uh, celebrating. So I, I was flipping through Sharon's book. And like I said, I got it um, several months ago. And I'm I'm just I'm always encouraged by Sharon and her passion for marriage. And so this is what she says on day eight. Remember, this is a 14-day romance challenge. She goes on to do a bunch more stuff toward the end of the book, but I'm gonna pick out day eight because they quoted uh, the Farrells, which I thought I thought she was awesome for doing that. So she says, When I interviewed and surveyed men for becoming the woman of his dreams, you can believe sexual fulfillment was at the top of their list, right? No surprise there. As a matter of fact, it was first and foremost running neck and neck with respect. Sexual fulfillment is climactic in a man's life, pun intended. <laughs> if you excel in praying for him, respecting him, adoring him, initiating intimate friendship, safeguarding your marriage and encouraging him, but neglect sexually fulfilling him, all of your efforts will be for nothing. Sexual fulfillment is the glue that holds all other elements of marriage together. And I've talked about this with Jay. You heard him on the podcast with me uh, last week. We talked about this. It's a big deal. And, uh, you know, there was a, a point in our marriage, and we've been together, married for 28 years, almost 28 years, been together for almost 30 years. And I can tell you, not much has changed. This is a huge deal. And it it makes me sad because so many Christian women ignore this aspect of their marriage or men fail to love their wives in the way that they need to be loved. And Sharon goes on to say that it's not that sex isn't just the glue in marriage, like I was saying last week. She says it's the super glue. It's a super glue. Dr. Kevin Lehman has counseled thousands of couples and has determined that a couple's sex life is a microcosm of the marriage, which is, I absolutely agree. If the sex life is good, the marriage is good. Very rarely do you see a bad marriage with a good sex life. If your husband is sexually fulfilled, he will race a train, take a bullet, and climb the highest mountain to make sure that you're okay. He will be a better father, a better provider, a better employee, even a better sportsman. That's right. Sports Illustrated reported that behind every MVP is a good woman. And get this, you guys, just one. Happily married men make better baseball players. Hello. By the way, how do I know this? Sharon says she entered into her husband's world and read an article in his magazine. This is what Dr. Lehman had to say about the sexually fulfilled husband. And I'm quoting here, a sexually fulfilled husband will do anything for you. Sex is such a basic need for men that when this area of their life is well taken care of, they feel immense appreciation and act accordingly. A sexually fulfilled man is the kind who drives to work thinking, I am so glad 
God, I am married to that woman. I must be the happiest man alive. And who drives then home thinking, what a, what a special thing can I do for my wife this evening? If you want this kind of loyalty and appreciation, meet your husband's sexual needs. No other need generates such deep thankfulness. I think that's so true. It's certainly been true in my marriage. And I just want to encourage you guys, have fun together. Have fun. We were talking about this uh, last week on the podcast. Jay and I were saying... You know, um, pay attention to the needs of your spouse. And obviously, you know, if you're like my sister Hope, hey, Hopey, <laughs> if you're like my sister Hope and you have four week old triplets right now, just plug your ears because I'm not talking to you. But for the rest of you, for those of you who, you know, you're not in the newborn baby phase and you've, you've had a little bit of time to recover, can I just encourage you to pay attention to this part of your marriage? It is so important. I, I mentioned uh, the other day on my Facebook page that one of the best things that you can do for marriage, like tip number three, is keep porn out of your marriage. And Bill Farrell, who I talked uh, about earlier, authored a book called Red Hot Monogamy with his wife, Pam, who I adore. And he said this about how romance and sexual intimacy affected other areas of their life. I thought this was so honest that I wanted to read it to you. Uh, Bill said, it amazes me that after 25 years of being together, Sex still has such an effect on Pam and me. When we are in sync with each other and enjoying each other, often life is good. The sky is bluer. The sun is brighter. Um, our tasks seem easier. I'm looking at my husband while I'm reading this, and I, he's he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right? He gets it. This is this is the, the way it is. I love this honesty. I know I'm easily distracted by Pam when we are in tune with each other, but I accomplish more in other areas of my life. I think more clearly and have more emotional energy to invest in my goals. I freeze in my tracks when she winks at me and gives me that, do you want to look? It takes time out of my schedule, but I still get more done. I will never understand it. It always amazes me to know how ridiculous I can be when we are not sexually active like I would like. I become sad, frustrated, and even angry. I snap at dumb things in life and become unproductive. Everything seems harder and less interesting. I find myself thinking weird thoughts such as, I thought that she cared about me. She used to think I was attractive. Why is everything else in life more important than me? To be sure, these are overreactions, but I don't seem to have any defenses against thinking this way, except of course, re-engaging sexually with Pam. I love this. Uh, I love the brutal honesty. And I'm going to all link back to Red Hot Monogamy. If you guys haven't uh, checked out their book, you definitely need to, because they address sex inside of marriage in such an honest and forthright way that I think that, well, I found it refreshing. And I also find Pam and Bill. That, that's who I should get on the podcast. I should have them on here. Uh, also, um, just their their willingness to kind of go there. And that's sort of my heart too on the podcast. That's why I talk about politics. That's why I talk about sex inside of marriage. That's why we talk about um, cultural things that are happening around you because the Bible says that there is a way that seems right to, to a man, but in the end, it just leads to death. And God has a lot to say about marriage. He has a lot to say about husbands loving their wives and wives respecting their husbands, and romance goes a long way. So I'm going to give you uh, real quickly in the one, what, 45 seconds I have left to give you um, romance challenge ideas. And this is straight out of Sharon James's book, The 14-Day Romance Challenge. One, send your husband a love note uh, in his work email. Uh, have his favorite music playing when he comes home from work. If he gets home before you do, put a CD in. I mean, you guys, I don't know. I don't do CD players anymore. I'm all about Spotify. So Jay and I actually have a list on Spotify that's just for us that we love to listen to. And all I have to do is turn that on at dinner time, and Jay knows, hey, it's going to be a good night. 
<laughs> right? Uh, serve your husband breakfast in bed, buy him some sexy underwear, ask your husband the following questions. Hmm, this is interesting. What part of your body do you enjoy me touching the most? What scent puts you in the mood? What sort of lighting do you enjoy during times of intimacy? In what sort of packaging would you like for me to present myself? What would you like me to wear? And then she says, take notes and then put meeting his desires into practice. I love that she's been so, uh, she's just coming right out there and saying, this is important. And I think that's what I want you guys to to come away with, you know, for for Jay to sort of take me uh, to the river uh, for Valentine's Day. We didn't spend a lot of money, right? It was uh, a couple of um, frozen steaks from the freezer that he thought out in the morning. It was this, it was just knowing that I didn't have to make dinner. Hello. I mean, that was if we're if we're if we're trying to earn forty points, that was thirty, <laughs> right there. Right, just not having to make dinner, but really pay attention to what um, what's going to be a blessing and an encouragement and an excitement to your spouse. A marriage is important, and marriage is uh, under attack. We've talked about this many times on the podcast. Marriage is under attack in the culture more than it has been in my lifetime. And I know many of you feel the same way. So enjoy your spouse today. I'll leave you with one more quote uh, from Sharon's book. She quoted a couple guys at the end of it. And I thought, um, she says, here's what the guys say. Women often trivialize men's sexual needs. I know too many men in dangerous situations because of this. Another guy, Will, said, I wish my wife understood my desire to make sex last longer with more foreplay. Our greatest single struggle has been the quality of our sex life. And then Chris said, on a scale of one to 10, sexual fulfillment for me rates an 11. It's important women pay attention and make dating fun again. Make your spouse, make your marriage a priority in your home, make it a a priority in your life. And I guarantee you there's going to be good things in store. You will never regret investing in your marriage. I'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.